So I've always wondered what the Chicago Bears fans do after they've watched Trubisky play. Alrighty, lads, we are back. It's your boy Richie here coming with another episode of the Butt Fumble, episode three. Um, we're going to cover pretty much everything that has happened so far. You know, we'll go through the weekly matchups yet again, um, chuck in some facts, stats, hopefully a bit of trivia if we've got some time, a bit of fantasy pros, according, you know, with David Shirley. Everyone loves that. Uh, fab free agents, you know, all that stuff. Um, and a few other segments we'll throw out. Um, just to trial them out, see what happens, basically. Uh, joining me, as always, is none other than David, uh, back to the drawing board, Shirley. hey um, You know, he did his one-and-done sponsor last week of winning. Can't say, you know, that's happened again, you know, but it's nice to see things back to its uh, regular sort of format with a, a David loss. It's always nice. Well, uh, losing came to us with the sponsor this week. I, I, I declined it, but apparently they forced themselves upon me, so... Um, well, I'll, my sponsor was actually going to be injuries, because fuck you, that's why. How good are injuries? Um, kind of redoing your shoulder about five minutes into a shitty game, that, yeah, that definitely set me off. Marlon Mack broke a hand, everyone's concussed, you know, it's, maybe you should, you know, tackle with your arms, not your head. It's funny how that works. But that's, uh, that's my weekly uh, sponsor, injuries. Um, we've got a very exciting, I'm very excited about this, we have a special guest this week. Our phone's been going off like crazy, you know, we've had, our, our people have been just swamped for the last few weeks, because everyone wants to get on the show, I mean, it's not surprising, it's the greatest podcast for the greatest league. I do keep calling you every week, you keep turning me back, and eventually I just rock up at your house, but... Um, yeah, there's probably seven other blokes in the league that feel the exact same way <laughs> I do about that. Um... But yeah, now obviously we got to prioritise, you know, even if it's, you know, someone as high as like Oprah Winfrey down at Ron Jeremy, you've got to make sure you pick the right person to start us off as our first guest. Now, you may know her as the commissioner, you may know her as Karen, you may know her as TJ Big Cock Hawk, <laughs> but it's our beloved commissioner, Mr. Alex Saxon. Welcome to the podcast, mate. How are you doing? So exciting to have you here. Hello, boys. Are we behaving ourselves? Oh, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, of course. Of course, yeah. Mr. Commissioner, yeah. sir. Um, if you were here, Every- we'd be on our knees kissing your ring. You know, going to make sure Commissioner's happy. What ring? He doesn't want anything. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that's why I need, like, an air horn type <laughs> thing. Uh, well, when we become multi-billionaires, we'll have a bit better equipment in the future um, for next season. He hasn't um, even won a toilet bowl. I think you need to make the playoffs scrim before you go making statements like that, mate. Oi, mate, I've won a toilet bowl. Yes, and it begins. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna. You guys, you guys just want to bitch and moan and then have makeup sex later because I'm happy just to sit aside and watch it go. This is great. Come on, I'm not Jeremy. Ah, oh, this is what a start. All right, well, we're gonna basically cover through. Sax is gonna join us for as long as he can. Appreciate you um, staying up. I know it's. What, closer to like 1am over there so you've done a solid effort um, 
putting a shift in to be here, which we greatly appreciate. Um, but before oh, we got, ah, oh, so that's that's why we love you so. You see that a little bit of happiness from Karen. It just happens every now and again. The commissioner yeah. who cares. It comes out every now and again. Yes, <laughs> can't wait to see that just you know completely unravel throughout the, it's the podcast. The, it's not the commission you know and love though. I've got to be a bit dramatic sometimes. <laughs> we do Some, like it when you shake it up a bit. Sometimes. Uh, well, a key word there is sometimes. <laughs> Um, all right, but before we before we dive into uh, the matchups, um, I'm going to throw out a little fun fact for the week. Uh, now, this one involves the uh, Oakland Raiders. Now, this is more stats based rather than the um, just nonsense that were the Packers won last week. Uh, currently, the Raiders are the best rookie team in the NFL, so they're leading the league in rookie touches with 270 um, scrimmage yards of 1,676 and touchdowns with 14. Uh, they're the first team since 1970 to have seven rushing and seven receiving touchdowns by rookies in the first 10 games, which is a fantastic, specific American stat. That's why I love American sports. It's so specific. Uh, Josh Jacobs now has four 100-yard rushing games, which is more than all the other rookies in the league combined. And uh, Max Crosby had four sacks against the Bengals on the weekend, um, which is the most by a rookie in franchise history. They're also the most travelled uh, NFL team this year. Yeah, how many games have they played at home? Like, proper home? Like three or something? Yeah. I've, got, I've, got an, I've got another Raiders stat for you guys. Heard this just today. Apparently, so defences playing against the Raiders, there's only been one top 12 finish the entire season for a defence playing against the Raiders this season. Really? It's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah. So they, cause they, cause, um, they never get sucked. And they don't fumble the ball. Jacobs just doesn't fumble. Yeah, that's true. And like Derek Carr's actually having a, a, a decent season this year. Well, Derek Carr's always been pretty good. He's just been lacking some weapons and catching yeah. stuff as yeah. well. So. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I mean, Derek Carr's yeah, Carr's just a classic case of a quarterback who just kind of is a really good player, but just never quite translates into fantasy. Like watching him play, he knows how to move an offense. Yeah, yeah, true. And it's there's not many uh, dump-off throws, which I like. You know, the running backs don't get a whole lot of receiving action. It's mainly sort of down the field. Like, even Waller, as a tight end, still gets significant yards on, like, per catch. Yeah. So, like, he, he likes to throw it downfield, which is good. It's exciting. It's good to see <coughs> them go. They're going to, what, off to Vegas next year, aren't they? Yeah. Um, there'll be a whole bunch of rookies going to Vegas. What could possibly go wrong? I see them, uh, you know, really pushing forward. Uh, there you go. There's a little Raiders fact for the week. Um, we'll try and come up with something new each week. Um, but you should make it. You should make it a weekly thing. Just feature 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 a team's stats every week. I enjoyed that. Enjoyed those Raiders stats. Ooh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see what I can find. Um, I'll put the research team into overdrive this week. <laughs> Don't look at me. Go on, go on, Dave. <laughs> I mean, if we're relying on David, we may as well just give up now. Um, but, oh well, let's uh, let's move on. We'll uh, dive into the uh, weekly matchups, I think. Talk about the games that have been. Um, and try and give everyone a little bit of insight to help their team for the future. But, I mean, imagine if you're using this as an educational thing. It's kind of like, you know the uh, end scene in... Um, Billy Madison, you know, the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Where the guy basically, he does that whole rant 
about some business question and then the principal just shuts him down. So just like in, in, in no time with what you said made sense. You have made everyone else stupid. God have mercy on your soul. Um, so you take out... You know, have mercy on your soul. <laughs> so you, you take what we say with, um, you know, a little bit of grain of salt. Take, yeah, make your own decisions, but, um, you know, we're still here to help out in whatever way we can. But anyway, let's move on. Let's get into the matchups. I just remember... That was the most insanely idiotic thing I've ever heard. Yep, and you're you got, all stupider now for having heard it. And everyone gets about an hour of that. <laughs> so, good luck. <laughs> Alrighty, alright, let's get into it. We'll start off um, with the uh, Thursday night game, uh, Brown Steelers. Let's get into the matchups. Alright, so first game of the week was the uh, Browns-Steelers. Um, yeah, it was pretty pretty painful to watch that game. Uh, Connor went down hurt pretty early, and Samuels does not have any rushing ability by the looks of it. Um, Browns got off to a quick start, I think they were 14-0 pretty early on, and then it just became really just sort of a nothing game for the rest of it. Um, probably main talking point out of that is the uh, Mason Rudolph-Miles Garrett incident. Um, I re-saw that, uh, re-watched it this morning actually, and what interest, there was an interesting bit with um, one of the uh, O-line guys for the Steelers came in and when uh, Garrett got thrown to the ground after smashing the helmet about, he kicked, the, kicked him while he was on the ground and then jumped on him and punched him a few times. And no one cares. It's all about Garrett smashing the helmet over Rudolph, which is great. Well, apparently Rudolph tried to kick Garrett in the crutch first, and that was what kind of sparked it. But I... Yeah, I don't know. I... It's insane. What are you, what's your thoughts on that, Sax? You reckon Garrett well, will play again? today is that, is that Rudolph said something racist. Um, which is why Garrett reacted, or at least that's what's been brought up in like the proceedings. Um, so I, I have no idea. I, I don't really. It's hard to have an opinion on it. It just seems like handbags to me that have gotten out of control. Um, but like this isn't the first time Garrett's misbehaved. So he's, I doubt he's going to play in the NFL again after this. Like that was going to be my next question. Do you think he'll actually play again? Because the NFL is known for, like you know having big bands and then just basically going back on them and like you know Garrett could be playing beginning of next year <laughs> I mean he does, I agree he does have a history which I, I think that you know he's, and he's basically if if um, if he if he wants he could definitely press charges Mason Rudolph on Garrett because that's you know assault assault <laughs> it's not just you know throwing stupid punches that's with a with a helmet onto his head that yeah, does some serious yeah. damage I think I see um, I, it, the hard the hard thing sorry. is sort of um, take out like everything that was said, you know, whether or not something was whether Rudolph said something racist or not. Like, there's no way you'd be able to do it, be able to tell it. Like, did that happen? Because unless it was mic'd up, which clearly it wasn't, otherwise that would have sort of come out come by now. Out, yeah. And you know, for all we know, you know, you hate it to be to be that case, but Garrett could be using that as a cop out to try and get himself out of that trouble by saying it, it might not have happened, but this is, you know, I'm going to play this card and see if it softens the blow. Yeah. But, you know, the focus is that the fact that, you know, ripping the helmet off, you know, that's fair enough. That's, we, we can work around that, but, you know, you've got to that point where you smashed him in the head with your with the helmet. I mean, 
I just don't see how you can come back with that, how the NFL would let you back in. Yeah, I, there's not really much to comment on for this. Like, the guy ripped his helmet off and smashed the guy over a head with it. Like, what, what's more to say than that? Like, yeah. the guy's going to get a pretty severe punishment. And he's uh, one of the better Browns players as well, so they're going to take a hit. I mean, even though this season's already done, like, <laughs> still for the rest of the season. Um, just going to sort of weaken their defense. I mean, you, you feel sorry for jo- if if Miles Garrett comes back, um, you know, next year at some point or whatever. You you got to feel sorry for someone like Josh Gordon, who's you know, now they, the NFL have gone back and you're allowed to basically get around that whole pot smoking thing. He's not going to get in too much trouble for that, and like you know, he's been he's he's had like year long suspensions for that sort of thing. <laughs> like yeah, it, just... it also comes down to the team, um, the team's response. Like, mm. for you know, Mark Walton got handed a full game ban for the um, anti-drug thing, and then Miami cut him. Um, so you know, the same with like Antonio Brown. You know, he got cut from the Pats. Yeah, it's like I think realistically, Cleveland should be cutting Garrett just for that, you know, consistency. Whether or not the NFL let him play again or not, it's, it should be more that. We have a no tolerance on this. You have a history. We're done with you. I mean, you're in a team with Kareem Hunt, and uh, he's not the worst <laughs> worst offender on the team. <laughs> that is a concern. Um, all right, well, m- moving on from that one, Mason Rudolph. What is everyone's thoughts? Do you reckon he has a, a spot anywhere next season? Yeah, you know, Big Ben will come nah. back and play. No, nah, I agree with that. Just go straight back into that backup role because. Like the, uh, there hasn't been a game where he's been convincing. Even my, that Miami game, he wasn't convincing. No, I, I, I don't think that he, he's he's literally just you know he's a he's a decent backup quarterback, but that's it. Um, I don't think he's any more than that, to be honest. Yeah, I can't see I can't see him starting for anyone next season. He just hasn't been able to get the ball around. Like Juju's an elite receiver, you've got to be able to get the ball to him. Like a, an above average quarterback should be getting the ball to Juju more. And what's happening right now? Like, yeah, that was um that was going to be my last point as well. For does Juju slot back into like a wide receiver one for fantasy next season, or is he taken such a hit this year that he can't be trusted? Like, do you th- do you think do you think it's just um do you think it's just the absence of Big Ben, or do you think it's also the fact that he is now the focal point in that offense and he might not be able to hold up his own uh, against the elite um you know players on him. Um, in defense. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but to me, like, Juju looking for next season, it's just a prime candidate, like, by low candidate. Yeah. Like, the guy is clearly an elite receiver. Um, like, he's got the talent, but he just hasn't had a quarterback who's able to get him the ball this season. Like, last season, he showed he was, he was a perfectly good replacement for Antonio Brown. Um, I think... I would, I would absolutely draft him as a WR1 next season. Like, But then I tend to draft lower on wide receivers, so probably asking the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, you'd be waiting till round six after you've taken five yeah. running backs in a row. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I mean, but you, I mean, considering everything that's happened with the Steelers, you got to give it to um, Mike Tomlin for being a good coach there. Five and five. Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Yeah. Um, Connor's been hurt a lot. Juju's been shut out of games, and they're still getting results. So, just imagine if Big Ben was there. Yeah, that's. Yeah, what was that, Sax? Yeah. 
No, it absolutely, it absolutely shocked me to see the uh, the Steelers were five and five. Like they're just the, the negativity around them this season. You assume they're having a, a heavy heavy loss season, but they're somehow still in the kind of in the wild card mix at the moment. So yeah, fair play to Tomlin. Do you think Tomlin could get uh, Coach of the Year then with that with the effort that he's put in? I doubt it. I mean, no, definitely, definitely not. Considering you got the I mean, Packers have a new coach and they're like nine and two or something. Um, what San Fran have done, what Buffalo have done, yeah. um, and then and then just teams that have good stats, basically the Pats, yeah. um, Seattle. It's going to go to a team that's yeah. right up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, surely, yeah, surely, uh, Matt Lafleur is the candidate, the, the Packers head coach at the moment. Like he's he's just completely yeah. turned it around. I mean, Rogers is Rogers again. Like, um, well. He's on and off, Rogers. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's winning he's winning games and pretty convincingly. Yeah, true. I mean, fantasy wise, he's uh he's a bit hit and miss, but yeah, he is a proper head. Um, <laughs> shout out, Jez. Um, <laughs> all right, be interesting that Nick Brown's got Miami. You pretty much if you got anyone who plays for Miami, you, uh, Browns just start them all. All right. <laughs> yeah, OBJ. Landry, Cream Hunt, Cream Hunt, even <laughs> I reckon he'll get he'll get touches. I mean, there'll be a blowout. I reckon. Um, Brown I think Cream, to be on the I reckon Cream Hunt's gonna have a good game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, start all the parts. Uh, that's that's two of us telling you to play him, David. So off you go. Well, I got nothing yeah. to lose. I'm, I'm done. Effectively out of the playoffs now, so I might as well just you know experiment with my bench, give him a fair run out. Pride. Effectively out. I'm pretty sure you are out. Like, I think, can you mathematically make it? Uh, Mathematically, if if I win all my games and Jez, Seamus don't match me and you and uh, Matt lose all your games, I can technically still... Oh, and I need a better four four record than you and Matt. I will still make it. So, basically, no. (laughs) no. Yeah. The short short version of that is no. So, if you, Matt, uh, win and if I lose, then, yeah, it's... It's done. <laughs> All right. I mean, let's, uh, let's move. Let's move on. Um, I feel like that was there was too many talking points in a game that boring. Yeah. For that one. Um, next one. That's very true. Uh, Houston Ravens. I mean, that was a, that was a shock. Just, I knew Ravens were obviously going to score, but uh, for Deshaun to be that bad was con- uh, real concerning. But like, do you think Lamar has that? Still, could be in that MVP conversation because you look at his passing stats and they're all against garbage teams right he got four this weekend against Houston he's had five against Miami three against Cincy and three against Cleveland and that's nearly all his passing touchdowns like is he is he basically just a good passer against bad defenses or can he actually be an MVP doesn't matter when you run as much as he does well I just don't know if they're going to consider that oh, it all goes into it surely Maybe. I mean, he's he's almost redefined once again the the quarter the quarterback position with how he's playing. They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, sack sack. Yeah, Michael Vick ever dropped pick up the season? Well, had, I mean, he's your boy. You had the you've probably had the draft pick up of the season, like second last round or something. What's your what's your thoughts on Lamar? Um. Well. Yeah, I, I think I agree with both of you. Both of you. I mean, I picked him up late in the draft. I drafted him because like. Fantasy completely overrates uh, rushing yards by quarterbacks. Like, it's just a complete cheat code to have your quarterback running for 
you know, 80 plus yards a game and rushing in for two touchdowns. Like, that's just a no-brainer advantage. I I have no idea whether they consider rushing yards for MVP. I'm interested to know if, like, someone like, you know, like Michael Vick ever got MVP because they're kind of very sort of similar style of players. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they... If they do consider rushing yards, then he has to be the favourite, surely. Like, I can't, I can't think of any other quarterback this season who is who is kind of lit it up as much as him. Well, I mean, yeah, like his rushing yards certainly makes it easier, but like his passing passing stats just aren't really that great. I mean, I think he's got like it's like nineteen touchdowns to five intercepts, and his completion rates lower than a handful of guys. So. Just depends on no, sort of yeah. what they prefer. Um, I guess I guess the other thing to consider with the passing yards is it's just on a winning team. Like you know, like there's uh, there's been so many games where they're just blowing out the opposition and like he hasn't he hasn't really needed needed to use his passing game that much. Um, but yeah, I I would I would have thought he would be the MVP, be the sort of prime favourite for MVP right now, but. I don't know, maybe, maybe it could go to CMC, maybe it'll go, go to a running back this season. I mean, yes. I did see a very interesting um, a very interesting thing about Bill Belichick and when New England play um, rookie or second-year um, quarterbacks. Um, essentially, Bill Belichick, when he plays a second-year quarterback, they'll just, like, New England will 100% win, uh, beat them. Uh, I think this is all, I think this might actually be the first time that Lamar, oh, like, uh, that a second-year quarterback has beaten... A Bill Belichick side, um, and he hasn't been able to figure out. You know, uh, that might be on you know, as much Baltimore as it is Lamar himself, but um, it just kind of shows that you know Lamar is maybe a different sort of a different sort of breed, and they still haven't been able to work him out because they still like Baltimore comfortably beat New England in that game in Week Nine. Yeah, well, that's yeah. sort of my next point. Is like, would you put him down as Super Bowl favorites? I would. Um... Purely based on the I think it's just stupid at this point to bet against the Patriots. Like, yeah. it's just easy money. Like, they've got such a powder puff schedule, which means they're going to be playing likely, most likely at home in the championship game. And like, are you really going to get bet against the Patriots at home in cold Boston on a championship night against the hypothetically the Ravens? Like, I. Unfortunately, I, I just see another Patriots Super Bowl coming. God, I hope me. not. <laughs> yeah, I think we all sort of hope that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're done with it, although Brady is on the decline. Um, other than that, probably, like, I wouldn't dig, I'm not going to dig too much into just the lack of Houston offense. I think they'll, they should bounce back today, or at least going forward. It is a little concerning, especially when you own um, Deshaun. But um, Gus Edwards for the final one, fantasy value has blowout. Is he, is he actually? Does he have a potential fantasy, or is he only there for blowout games? <laughs> Surely only blowout. I've owned I've owned the Gus bus many a time in the past, and I hated it. <laughs> um, I think that answers my question. Mitch <laughs> has spoken. Leave him alone. I just got I got on board the hype train every time, and every time I was let down. So I I I personally will not be rostering him. Yeah, I think I think for us, that's a that's a one probably downfall of an eight man league is that those type of flex 
outside of players don't really get considered because we just don't need them. Um, all right, we'll move on. Move on to the next game: Falcons, Panthers. Is is the do the Falcons have defense now? Because they kept what the Saints to yep. like nine points, and yeah, they kept the I Panthers think, to three. I think they've got a solid. Uh, yeah, where the where the fuck is this come from? <laughs> <laughs> I know they've gone from like one of the worst teams in the league to suddenly the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, I mean, their performance against the Saints a couple of weeks ago was legitimately the best team performance I've seen all season by any team. It was just, like, ridiculous. Yeah, so that, that was the, I think, the like, this one you could sort of understand. Because um, going up against Carl Allen and he has struggled the last few weeks. But the fact that you, you pull that out against Drew Brees in New Orleans, like... I mean, it's a shame it's, you know, nine games too late, but it's just, it's, I'm just, I'm just confused. I just don't know what's so, going on. So have they replaced a bunch of their coach? I, I swear I read somewhere that they replaced a bunch of their kind of behind the scenes staff a few weeks ago, mid-season. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure they got a new defensive line coach. I'm pretty sure they got a new offensive line coach. Um, I don't. I have no. I, I have no idea if that's made all the difference. But I mean, it would make sense. It's the classic honeymoon period. You get rid of the old, bring in the new. I mean, that's what's worked for the Chargers. But I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch going forward. Um, but you know, speaking of the struggles, Carl Allen does that. Has that opened the door for them to want to bring back Cam? Because he's had nine intercepts in his last four games. You know, that's like. That's like Winston territory. The thing is, they know what they have with Cam. Like, they know what they're gonna get. They they probably know that Cam. I don't think is their future. Um, well, he's thirty and injury prone. Yeah, and like he's he's declining in in as a quarterback. Like overall, yeah, that like the injuries kind of like weigh into that. I I I just, I just think you know if I well, not that not that I have the same you know mentality or whatever to be a coach but like I, I would want to see you know give give Alan a bit more of a, a throw out and really give him a bit of a go and if, if you think you got something with him you know then you can look towards next season or you know even you know if, if you need to draft a new quarterback but I don't, I don't think Cam is the way to go whether or not they do is a separate question um, but I don't think that yes. they're the right way to I know, go. yeah because I know you think he won't play for the um, Panthers again and Sax, I know that you think he will. So this is good. this is a hot topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I might be coming round. I think I might be resigned. Um, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I want I want some bitchy pettiness. Let's start from now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. No arguments. I no. think I think I'm gonna have to give up on this one. I think uh, <laughs> we're all we're I think all out. The Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, but like. But, like, for fantasy purposes, like, Kyle Allen's still being perfectly good, not to start, but for, like, the pieces around him, like, he's still getting the ball to his receivers. Like, Moore's getting plenty of targets. Samuel's a bit bit hit and miss, but he's still having, you know, a good game every two weeks. CMC hasn't been affected at all, so... <laughs> I mean, spe- you know. speaking of CMC, because I put him down as an MVP question mark, he had 190 scrimmage yards in a game where they only scored three points. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. How, like, that how, how good off. do you have to that be? That really fucked me. I mean, 
the guy the guy doesn't get a touchdown. He gets the ball the entire game. They can't score, but he still manages to produce those numbers. It's just insane. He's he's looking at his game log now. I hope I hope that's his game log. It's fucking ridiculous. insane. Seriously, how do you look? How do you lose with him on your team, Richie? Um, well, a lot of lot of other issues have gone forward. Shut up! You're like barely yeah. at a 500 win record. No <laughs> way. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about my. I'm not here to talk about my team. You know, this shit out. I mean, like Christian McCaffrey, I, in my opinion, has to be the MVP. Um, more than anything, like beats Lamar, beats all that. I mean, no other player I think has been able to pull it. Like he is a one man team. Um, I, I did change his nickname to the Carolina McCaffreys. He stole that off me. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Really, everyone, you can see the butt response. Everyone really enjoyed it. Um, but, I mean, he's definitely got it. If he's not top three, it'll be surprising for the performance he's had. So does, does the MVP, so isn't the MVP usually just decided on the winning quarterback of the Super Bowl, or is that something completely different? There, there's two know. different. There's there's the um, the Super Bowl um, MVP, and then there's the like the NFL MVP. Yeah, so the, mm. the Super Bowl yeah, right. MVP generally is the winning quarterback. So yeah. Peyton Manning won it in his last one, and he was garbage. Um, but Edelman won the yeah. last one, which was actually deserved. Um, Edelman for Hall of Fame. But, oh, that's... That's why I'm on an NFL podcast, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the greatest slot receiver. Um, all right, we'll go on to next one. Dallas, Detroit. Now, this is it's been an interesting one with the. I mean, it was still what generally a shootout, but Zeke, last three games, sorry, that last two games, he said under three yards per carry. Do you get concerned if you're the uh, Zeke owner for production value? I'll pass it on to Samson. Uh, if. I- if I'm Palmer, no, I'm not concerned. I mean, his his numbers still look look pretty damn good to me. Like, I'm just looking at his rushing attempts. Last last five games, 16, 20, 23, 22, 28. So there's a kind of there's a there's a regression in the last two games. But uh, no, no, I don't think you can be worried about Zeke. I mean, but what choice have you got? Even if you are worried, like you have to start him. Oh, you can you can trade him off. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll take him. David, yeah, sure. David will throw out some garbage to you. I think uh, I think Nixon's a hot hot buy this these oh, days. Um, <laughs> all right, but Did, yeah, that's like, fair enough. Um, uh, we'll... I don't know, like six point three. His game two weeks ago, so six point three fantasy points. Like that's his. That's just a complete. That was just looks complete outlier to me. Apart from that, it's all comfortably above ten points. It's not CMC numbers, but it's pretty. It's pretty decent running back one value. You're making, it, you're making it hard for me to throw doubt into people's heads when you come out with these type of logical statements. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, okay, I'll be a bit more current. coming out. Yeah, exactly. A bit more, you know, nonsense and emotional thinking. Lead with your heart, not with your head. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll um, be bidding for Zeke. Um, Am- Amari got shut down. Like, are we going... Is this going to be like a, a Landry OBJ where... Please. Amari gets shut out of the game as the lead, and now Michael Gallup comes in as the uh, best fantasy option. Yeah, for one game, it's not going to be a, a. Well, I hope it's not going to be a consistent thing. Uh, like Amari's shown that you know he's been able to produce this year. I don't think OBJ has shown much production. Um, 
and he, he was marked by a very, very good... Was it Darius Slay that was the, um, the corner marking him? Oh, don't ask it like a question like you already haven't looked it up. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't actually remember. I'm pretty sure Darius Slay... Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, this isn't an educated guest room. You know, just tell us. Yeah, don't, don't try and bait us into this. <laughs> um, but I mean, again, it's a problem. Like, yes, you know, these things could be bigger questions in uh, like deeper leagues. But you know, Mari, especially with considering your receiving core, David, is pretty much a lock and start every single week. Yeah, he's I mean, my only one. Yeah, you mean? What do you mean? You always play Alan Robinson. <laughs> I um, hope he'll come around. All right. All right. Other Thanks than that, me. yeah. Not so, too much of it. So, so are you feeling good about Amari Graham? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about him. Um, it's just a one-week thing. Um, look, he might face some bad matchups, but every wide receiver is essentially going to come up against something like that. I think the only like one or two that might be immune is probably Hopkins and Julio Jones. Um, that would be the two that are like completely immune to whatever matchup it is. Um Mike Thomas as well. Oh, sorry. Scott yes, me. him as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I knew I was forgetting someone. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll um, move on to the... Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Um, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, Indy Jags. Oh, like, it's really just, like, not a game. I really, you really want to sort of go in too much because they're two kind of nothing teams. Aside so, from Mac think, breaking his hand, is there really anything to really go in? Well, I mean, would you say there's an upside for wide receivers at the Jags with uh, Nick Foles back? Not really. Or just it, does it just increase DJ Shark as a good receiver? Because he absolutely went off. I don't know. I, I, I actually liked Minshew. I want Minshew back in. Um... Well, that's probably the next thing. Would Minshew just be a backup next season, or would someone want to play him as a, pick him up as a starter? I think he'll be a backup. I mean, you see some of the best um, projects after a while. I'm not like not saying Minshew will be one of these projects, but um, you know, like there's no there's no problem with actually sitting them for a couple of years and then coming good. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sat for three years behind Brett Favre before he took over the job, and look at where Rodgers is. Overrated. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, right, sure. Maybe in the last... Come at me, Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything you want to talk about in this game, Sacks? I mean, it's cup like... um... The AFC South is such a shit division. Yeah. It's so so boring. I just... You know, I just have certain... And I think everyone is the same. Like, you just have certain fantasy blind spots over teams. And the AFC South, I've rarely owned a player from that division ever, I think. Maybe Andrew Luck in my first season, but this, is, this seems like a pretty irrelevant game to me. Like, there's not a whole lot of... It's not a whole lot to discuss here. Uh, we've got I mean, a few, there's a few games in here that we'll probably skim through. Um, we'll move on to the next one. This is probably one as well. Buffalo, yes. Miami. Um, definitely one we can skim through but I'm gonna put it down and I reckon this could definitely be up there would you say Balazs is one of the worst running backs ever as in starting running backs no just just in general the dude (laughs) for the season is averaging under two yards per carry so that's really how many carries how many carries does he have ooh I'll tell you what I'll get this up but I mean like you look at him he he had Decent start. He had 20 for 40 yards last week. That's garbage. But he's average. So he's had 64 attempts for 122 yards. 
Sixty-four for one twenty-two. Yep. Yeah. Fuck me. Like, that is, that guys, is awful. Guys have had that in like a game. But Richie, he's the worst. I mean, CMC, CMC gets that in the in the in the corner. I, like, <laughs> it's, it's a genuine concern that there's a guy that's this. It's basically he gets the ball, he runs into his own linebacker, and then falls forward, and that that's his game. Like, I swear he's been getting touchdowns though. Am he, I wrong? Has he, I swear he's he, got he has, the, he has got a couple of goal line touchdowns. He's had three touchdowns this year. I mean, obviously, like, it, it has to be goal line touchdowns. Actually, he's got one. He's got two against Buffalo. One in each time they've played. So, Buffalo are going to be shaking in their boots when they see Balage come next season. And one against Washington. Yeah. Um, but man, like, he just sucks. Like, it's just it's just funny to see that he's how bad his production has been. Um, you're, you're trying to make me think of the worst running back I've ever seen in the NFL. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I look, I look forward to that. Yeah, see if yeah, you yeah, find yeah. a less than one point nine for a season. Um, other than that, like, I mean, is there any like the Bills finally had a good offensive game, but it's against Miami, so I don't even think it counts. You know, if you don't have a good offensive game against Miami, then what's wrong with you? So, like, New York Jets. It's just a hard one to talk about, but I mean. I called it out. I said Parker could be a wide receiver three, even two. He's gone out and had like 130-odd yards, or 120 yards or something. Like, if you're Jez, would you, would you lock him in as a starter? 135 yards against Buffalo. I mean... Who would Jez the starting, starting receivers? I mean, Jez probably has some of the worst receivers in the league, but I think he's got like OBJ. I think he used to have... Oh, here we go. I've got the same. Um... He's got okay, T.Y.'s back. T.Y. Hilton. That's true. They're playing now. Brandon uh, Cooks. He's got better receivers than me. Yeah, what? shit. I probably would have started Parker over Hilton. So, you know. Ooh. Look at that. Ooh. Ooh, he didn't. Did he? We well, could probably still play him. He can't play. He can't drop over Jack. Uh, could drop single too. You never know. Way to date this yeah. podcast, Saxon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we started before the game, yeah, and what's going that. on now? Why aren't we putting this on in the background? I've got, got two players going on. What's going on? Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's... You know, that game sucked. Um, no point, really. There's a few games that suck, actually. Um, next one, Denver, Minnesota. Um, David, you had something you want to say about this. Yes, I have a few things uh, on this game. Um, boys, did you know oh, that... Did you know that... Uh, up until this week, so this this is involving Minnesota, but it's not a part of this game. Up until this week, Madison has had more rushing yards than James Connor, Royce Freeman, and Devonta Freeman. Well, that's good because I still have Connor and I used to have Freeman. <laughs> um, now, uh, a few other things. Um, so, just on this game, Denver. Uh, when te- when uh, was twenty points up at the half, yeah. Uh, when teams in the NFL have been up by twenty at the half, only two out of the one hundred and six that have ever happened um, have gone on to lose that game. So Denver was the second. Oh, and who uh, who led the drive to come back from that uh, twenty nil halftime deficit, David? I'm 
not going into your ridiculous statements of Kirk Cousins. Is it my, uh, it's going to be a wonderful, unpopular opinion. Ugh. Stay tuned, listen. What is that? What, what's, what's, oh, it's, oh, it's a spoiler, is it? Oh, I'm going to have a yeah, wonderful, unpopular <laughs> yeah. opinion about this. It's going to be great. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, you're foreshadowing. I missed that. Yes. God, you know, we're about subtlety on this. Uh, it's like it's your first time. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, also, sort of leaning on that sort of Zeke one, um, Dalvin Cook has had three games in a row of under four yards per carry. Like, you, you picked him up as sort of that uh, second best running back in the league, Sachs. Are you a little concerned his production, production's dropping? Uh, yeah, a bit, a bit concerned, I've got to say. Uh, but what can I do? Got to start him. Yeah, really, really got no options. I'm a bit concerned, but, you know, he's still, since I've signed him of Seamus, he's got 23 points, 11 points, 24 points, 11 points. So still, he's not losing me any weeks Can't at the moment. It sounds like just Sean cons- Watson's numbers. <laughs> well, uh, apparently... <laughs> Apparently, um, the Vikings, uh, this must go into last season, but I heard a stat that the Vikings are 10-1 and one when Dalvin Cook scores over 45, or gets over 45 yards. Sorry, 85, 85 yards in, in a game. That, so, essentially, if you stop uh, Dalvin Cook from getting over 85 yards, you'll win the game. Is that rushing or scrimmage? Uh, I think that's rushing. Yeah, okay. that's rushing. Well, and he's pretty damn good at the rush. He had nothing yeah. on the rush last week, but, you know, he's got that receiving factor, which is... Definitely a selling point for running backs. Yeah. Um, anything on anyone thing about Flacco playing again? Brandon Allen doesn't look too bad, but I mean, anyone think what's what? Anyone got any thoughts on Denver's quarterback sitch? God, I hope we just it's anyone else. Oh yeah, that's right. You're, you're a Denver fan, David. <laughs> poor man. <laughs> just and anything. <laughs> um, Sachs, any thoughts? Starting for Denver this time next year. What about so, Drew, what about Drew Locke? No, Do you think he's a? I don't. Who's sorry? Drew Drew Locke. Do you think he's a potential for the future, or do you I not have, rate him? I have absolutely no idea. Literally none. Yeah, so, we haven't. no one's seen anything like in NFL format. It's impossible to tell. Um, yeah, like I didn't. I didn't watch him in college. I. Yeah, I don't, didn't know much about him coming into the NFL. Yeah, I just don't really have an opinion. But I, I, I think it's unlikely that Brandon Allen will be the starting quarterback for Denver this time next season. Oh, no, definitely not. The only reason why he was starting was because Drew Locke was injured. Um, yeah. I, I still maintain, I haven't seen, like, you know, Drew Locke starts in the, in the um, NFL. He's got such a similar name. And Andrew Luck retires the same year. I just think that, you know, Drew Locke and Drew Luck will, they're the same player. Yes, and that is the logic that's yeah, going to take you far. Yeah. You could be an NFL GM yeah. with thinking like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, the foundation of group franchise. <laughs> oh, man. Anything right. a quarterback would. Now on the next one, the Saints-Tampa. Um, like, is it time to just ditch Jameis Winston? I mean, Jesus Christ, this guy is ridiculous. He's had 18 interceptions in 10 games. That's a... Ties his season record for intercepts. Not the NFL record, though. The NFL uh, record in a season, I think, is like 41 or something. Yeah, I, I actually looked, saw that stat. Who, 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 got, 
Who got that? Who was who was that? Who got that? Star? Um, I forget his name. Someone in the seventies, I think. Oh right. Okay. Started with a B. I just can't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we Wait. could could look it up, but meh. No, no, no. Um, no, no just leave it. Leave it half correct. But there you go. <laughs> 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 You know, that's, uh, that's on the list now. If they want to know more, they can do their own research. Yeah, uh, but yeah exactly. But 18 intercepts is the most by a player in the first 10 games of the season since Jay Cutler and since in 2009, and we all know what happened. To, you know, we can see what's happened to Jay Cutler. So, like, surely it's just time to ditch him, bring in anyone else. He's Eddie still, Bridgewater? He's still good from a fantasy uh, fantasy prospect, though. I mean, his, his floor is, like, 17 points. Because he's, he's got Chris Godwin and... Mike Evans to throw to. Like, they're yeah. two of the best receivers in the NFL. I mean, the fact that the offense moves is no surprise. It's, mm. the, it's the four t- intercepts a game that he does. That's that's the biggest concern. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you win if you're constantly turning the ball over? True, true. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think I think you got to ditch Winston. Like, Bucks should be a Bucks should be a winning team this season. They're a bloody good team. Like all the all the parts are there apart from quarterback. Like, yeah, I mean you, the offense is is definitely there. I mean you saw Fitz Magic last season at the start, and that dude that dude is old and past it. But he still managed to put out like these huge five hundred yard passing games because they've got the quality. So yeah, I mean if the you need someone particularly talented to run that offense. You just need someone who's just going to keep the chains moving to use a horrible expression but uh, yeah like you don't you don't need someone you know world class talent to, to make that team a, like a legitimate playoff contender I don't think anyway like, it, it almost sounds like you're it, it almost sounds like you're wanting um, someone like a, a Teddy Bridgewater to come in oh Teddy Bridgewater would be great at the box I mean yeah being someone who just you know does a role and doesn't sort of over the over the top really nothing fancy um, just nothing. effective exactly that's that's pretty much all you need um i will have to say um i'm gonna throw out an apology to you sax because last week we said that uh was, the running game was gonna be back to us sort of a split between uh barbara and uh jones um we had yeah. a look you know jones dominated the touches with four uh, four rushes to barbara zero so I apologise, oh, got that go. one wrong. Clearly, that's a bell, the lead, bell cow. That's clear lead back <laughs> information. I retract my statement. Yeah, apology accepted. <laughs> um, you can elaborate on that again. if you want, or <laughs> leave think, that in the air. I think we know. I think we know who's proved my point now. Yep, I, I, I stand corrected. I think we should all just avoid the Tampa Bay running situation. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I think it's safe to say they are yeah. sort of based on a match script as soon as they fall a debt behind it's completely abandoned so um just depends on who they're playing yeah, um enough. sort of I'm, I'm plowing forward with them this week i've got rj2 in my uh in my rb2 slot i mean against uh, atlanta you don't know what defense is going to rock up there so could be interesting yeah I've, i literally have no one else <laughs> you have uh, a hit, hit concern point you're scrapping at the bottom of the barrel um but for those who are, who need it, really scraping. Um, in terms of a tight end, how about Cameron Bray? Does he have fantasy value going forward? Because I think OJ Howard is done. Yeah. If anyone saw his intercept fumble, whatever the hell that was, um, 
there's just no way that he's going to be sort of getting that much involved. But 14 targets, 10 catches, 70 yards. I mean, if you need a, if you need a tight end. Winston has an unnatural, like, love affection for Cameron Bray, and I just, I don't understand it, because I don't think he's a fantastic tight end, he just gets targeted so much. Yeah, well, OJ Howard had one target, that led to an intercept, he played 25% of snaps, so I don't even think he was on the field after that, yeah. they're sick of him. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, any, uh, any other thoughts on that? No. Um, no, agreed. Agreed. I think how it's done, done at the box. Like what what Ar- what Arians was saying throughout the week doesn't sound overly positive for how. So yeah, I think I think Bright's Bright has got fantasy potential. Yeah. There we go. Anyone actually, I could yeah with Hooper out, I could actually do it. Mm. <laughs> might 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 look at that later. Um, and then obviously the weekly shout out to how good Michael Thomas is. Just throw that out there. See how far they can carry him. Um, Love that guy way too much, and he's not even in my team, which hurts the most. Um, all right, Jets, Redskins. This one won't take long because gross. Just two gross teams. Best thing I can come out of it is that Bell still can't get any rushing yards in terms of per carry. Yet Powell's come in and had six yards per carry, which is more than any game Bell's had this season. Yeah, not concerned. <laughs> not concerned at all. Just try to, you know, just throw some thoughts out there, David. Right, sure. Um, I don't know. Does anyone have anything to talk about this? Yeah, the best thing I got is uh, um, Crowder is probably the league receiver now. I think yeah. Robbie Anderson is just... Yeah, no, Crowder's, pretty, Crowder's a pretty interesting player. Like, he's, get, he's getting a lot of targets. Like, they've got to throw the ball to someone. Anderson isn't getting the ball, so... I think Demarius Thomas is more um, action than Robbie Anderson. Which is boring. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Guys, I don't know. What do you guys think of guys? You guys interested in him? Yeah, like, I think he's... um, He's going to be sort of brought into the offense more and more. He's definitely going to overtake AP as the lead by the end of the season, I think. Um, And it's... Like, it's good to see him finally in action, and the fact that he had such a big uh, touchdown after sort of what, his, first, his first game in the NFL, isn't it? Um, so, he'll, he'll be a lead. He's worth a stash if you've got him. I think Dan's had him since day one. So, definitely worth monitoring, but because it's the Redskins, their offense is just that bad. The team is just that bad. I just don't think in our league he'll have much value. But, like I said, it's still worth a stash. Um, yeah. San Fran, Arizona. Yeah, I'm going on the next one. Arizona, San Fran. I mean, they've played each other twice in only a space of a few weeks. Like, does it sort of worry you for San Fran's playoffs that Cardinals have put up 20 plus points each time? I mean, it's the Cardinals. Like, I don't think San Fran are as. Uh... Like three weeks ago, the hype behind San Fran, you know, being the number one and all that sort of stuff, I think that's kind of died down a little bit. Um, I still think they're a good side. I, I think it doesn't hurt their playoff potential. They're definitely still going to make playoffs, but I, yeah, to be honest, are they, are they, I actually well, I think don't. If Breida comes back, because I just, Coleman's production has been pretty poor. They need that explosive yeah. back because they are so run heavy. If they get him healthy, they do that because they've got most of their O-line. They've got Kyle Juszczyk, Juszczyk back as well. Like, maybe, but I just don't see them making that much of a run in the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah. I, don't, 
I mean, in all fairness, like, I don't think the Cardinals have actually been that bad this season. They've been involved in a whole bunch of games where it could have easily have gone the other direction. And they, like, they can move the ball and pull points off. Like, I don't, it's not like a... It's not like you're playing the Dolphins or the Redskins this season where it's just an automatic win when you're playing the Cardinals. Like, they can... They are still a pretty competitive team. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know where that point is going, but it's more, you know, it's not it's not like you're expecting the 49ers to put up, you know, 40-plus points against this Cardinals team. Like, they can still, you know, make games competitive. So... Yeah. And D- DJ, once again, not really... Well, not doing anything. Yeah, do you think he's going to... I don't know what they're will doing he, with will him. He, will he play at all for the rest of the season? I have no idea. Well, that's probably something that means yeah. something to you, Sax. I think he'll play, but he can't... For fantasy purposes, you just can't start it until yeah. until you see it on the field. Yeah. Like, I, do, I don't... I think it's the other... Like, he's not on the injury report, so... And he was, like, out there getting snaps last weekend it's not as if he was just sitting on the sidelines the whole game he was actually out there for a small small percentage of snaps so just none that some, he something got weird. yeah just none where they wanted to give him the ball right uh, but yeah I think I think he will play but you can't for fantasy purposes it's like it's a borderline right off yeah. I think what do you guys think which is a real shame for a you know, he was drafted as pretty much a running back one, wasn't he? A low-end running back one. Yeah, yeah, he was. So I drafted him at five. Yeah, which is Fit such, pick. such an unfortunate shame. What a man. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, again, he's just sort of a guy you hold, but you can never start until it's clear that he's going to get 15-plus touches and just doesn't look like it, really, just from how banged up he's been. So... A little bit concerning. Yeah, um, great. Uh, we're going to Oakland Bengals. Um, Mixon finally having some value. I mean, now that they've ditched uh, Dalton, I mean, it's David. This is where you got to pick your battle. If Dalton comes back, Mixon's value will drop. If um, I can't even remember the guy's name. He's such a nobody. The current quarterback's in. Finley. Finley's in. Then they'll lean on Mixon. So you got to you got to pick your battle with what you want. Do you want Dalton to represent your gingies, or do you want Mixon for your fancy? Well, I think it all depends if uh, AJ Green comes back. But who knows at this point? I'm I, he, I'm yeah. keeping him because there's no point getting rid of him now. But I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna come back. Um, <coughs> I saw um, the Bengals are officially the first team. Uh, eliminated from playoff contention with a 0 and 10, um, so they they officially cannot cannot yeah make playoffs this season. So that might also change a whole bunch of scenarios going forward. They might stick with Finley um, just because you know what's the point of bringing Dalton back if they want to bring Dalton back for next season? And yeah, I mean, is, is there any real point in in going to Dalton this season? Um, especially yeah. if they don't see a future with him. There's no point ch- trying him out. There's no point. Yeah, any of that sort of stuff. So, um, I think Dalton will stay off. I think AJ Green will stay off. Um, who knows if they'll even start, mix, uh, re- you know, resting some of the other players like Mixon. But, yeah, it's just a bit of a unfortunate situation with the Bengals there. What about you, Sax? What do you think about all this? Uh, so... I mean, with regards to Mixon, I mean, you, 
got to be pretty happy with him at the moment. Oh yeah, so, I mean he's he's been you know. 12, 12 and 15 points. Um, he's, he's finally come good, and that's since Finley's come in, because I'm pretty sure Finley's just relying on him significantly more. Um, then Dalton was having a bit more trust in his wide receivers. So I, I, I'm, I'm definitely happy with Mixon if, the, if that continues going forward, which I'm kind of hoping, I guess it does. Um, Dalton might get a backup job somewhere else next year or, you know, be a starter next year. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I mean, think... Surely Dalton will go somewhere next year. He'll he'll go somewhere else. Yeah, he has yeah. to. He, like I've always described him as he's the uh, like middle average quarterback. He's not terrible. He's not great. He's literally like the average. Yeah, he's definitely I better mean, he's than the sort of middle average quarterback we were we were crying out for for the Bucks about twenty minutes ago. So <laughs> well, yeah, he might he might go there. All right, well, I'll get my people to forward this on to Tampa. Um, <laughs> they'll, yeah. they'll get in contact with uh, Dalton and we'll be able to take a <laughs> signing bonus out of that. Um, and obviously got to do my weekly fap for Josh Jacobs. Love that guy so much, even though I let him go. But it's nine games in a row over four yards per carry. The dude is just an absolute beast. Like, is there anyone else that could take the like rookie of the year from him? I don't no. think so. Zach's? No, 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 he's the clear, he's the clear rookie of the yeah. year. He's been fantastic. Oh, I can, I can see why uh, like the affliction Chambers gets with rookies. They're just, oh, it's, it's just so yeah. nice to see them perform when you pick them up. Yeah, this must, this must be hurting him. It's, I, I'm surprised. I had, I had Jacobs as a shoe in for Sheamus's team this year. Yeah, I mean, he could have been, he could have been a first round pick, no Sheamus, but. So I've, I've already picked. Um pick who Seamus's uh, team will be for, uh, sorry who Seamus's rookie will be for next year I've, I've I've already written that down so if it, if it comes true it'll um, yeah I'll, I'll let you guys know but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we look forward to it yep um, all right. can you um, can you message it to me privately now so it's on the record please no dramas I will send that to you after the pod thank you alright well, thank we'll, you um, alright we'll move on to the uh Pat's Philly game. This was uh, concerning to watch for both teams. Both teams have like no run. It's weird to see how much Philly missed Jordan Howard. Um, Pat's we already knew didn't really have a, a run game. Sony Michelle's been very disappointing. Um, but how about this for a little uh, Edelman stat? So in um, regular season, Edelman is sitting at four for four for passing yards. Uh, passing attempt, 90 yards and one touchdown with a perfect passer rating. So, um, doesn't beat Mohamed Sanu though. Well, I think it's better. Well, it's a perfect passer rating. So for this season, yeah. But I mean, yeah. Overall, I mean, you could probably I question mean, who's the best Pats uh, quarterback between Brady, Edelman, Sanu, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole <laughs> list of them. And well, Jimmy G. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, in, in in this game, yeah, um, it was uh, the first time in Brady's career that he was not the he was not leading the team in passing touchdowns for for a game. Um, that was that was Edelman because he was he threw the only one. So yes, yeah, I, I saw that. So it's like over like three hundred and something, like three hundred seventeen games. Yep, Brady, in a, like it's now lost that record. Which is probably moves on to the next thing is like Brady on the decline. Like he looks, he does look past it. He has not had 
a great season, to be honest. I think they've, they've, most of their offense comes from defense. Yeah, well, he, he, he's on pace to throw more than he, like, he ever has in his career. But he's also on pace to throw fewer, uh, fewer yards and fewer touchdowns than he ever has. So, whilst, yeah, whilst he's throwing more, his production has just not been great. Um, I... It, it essentially doesn't matter, though, does it? Like... I, I think Brady's it's declining so what the Patriots still win like yeah, it's that's true. they're still gonna they're still, they're still gonna get through the playoffs Brady's still gonna show up for the playoffs and look unbelievable in the championship game I'm, I mean I know I know it's said every year uh, like yeah I mean I know it's said every year but like do you think Brady will retire at the end of this year or do you think he'll keep going I mean he's he'll keep going he, he, he keeps going on the decline and yeah as you said like you know in, in the playoffs, in, in the Super Bowl, would you trust anyone more than Brady? Um, I guess not. Well, for, you know, I, don't, I, don't I think he'd want to leave but... the team in a in a solid state before he goes. Like, I don't think he's going to do like a like an Alex Ferguson win the title with Man United. The team, the team is absolute shambles, and then leave, and then watch it just disappear. But that's like, that's exactly what's going to happen when Brady leaves. I mean, realistically, I don't. Do you think... Yeah, I I, I, think, I think that I think Belichick, I think Bill is absolutely desperate to prove himself without Brady. Yeah, but I, my, I honestly think this, this might end up turning into like a, a Bulls um a Bulls situation after the the Bulls won the you know all those things with Jordan and he retired. They they kind of went on a a slump and they just were prepared for that. They're like, look, this is going to happen. This is going to have to happen. But you know. We, those those highs were definitely worth it, and I think yeah, you know, whilst I I, I agree with you, I think Belichick Belichick does want to prove himself, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it's when Belichick retires that I think is where the yeah where the wheels fall off. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, well, we can all um, agree on that. We don't want the Pats right. to win. We can all agree. On oh that. yeah, no one wants the Pats to win. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there and say that the no, Pats will not win the Super yeah. Bowl. I'm gonna say they are. Uh, their offense is just too limited. They will not win the Super Bowl. It's more of a hopeful prayer uh, rather than anything else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, all right, we'll move on to. Uh, I don't. I don't want to talk about this one that much. Rand Chicago, like uh, oh, the, the, the battle of the two quarterbacks we were talking about. Oh, with, um, who's worse? With Goff oh, yeah, and Trubisky. Trubisky but, uh, Goff. That's true. <laughs> I mean, good on. Like, fair enough to. Uh, the Rams, they just ran the ball, so they should. Chicago's defense is in ruins. Um, they have no run defense anymore. It's it's like one of the, I can't remember this guy's name, but one of the tackles got injured, and since then everyone has been just running rampant on the ground. Um, but just the lack of like, I mean, Goff's production sucks. Trubisky we already knew that, but Goff's had. It's hard to argue that he's had a bad like that he's good anymore. He's had such a poor season. I mean, if you look at fantasy points, Trubisky did outscore Goff by nearly double. It was 11 to uh, 6.22. Yeah, but you look at the completions and all that. Trubisky threw it 43 times and Goff threw it 18. Still had an intercept. Like, Goff had 17 less yards on 13 less completions. That's, that's what you get with Trubisky. But they... Like, is it just? Do they just both suck? Yeah. Are we, are we just gonna? Are we just gonna agree that they both just suck right now? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the the only talking point essentially of this um of this game. There wasn't much. Yeah. Um. 
wasn't really much else to talk no, about. Sucked. I don't know, Sax, you got anything to add to this? I had this game sucked to me. Uh, I think uh, I think the hate has gone a bit far on golf. Personally, I think like the Rams. There's something up with the Rams this season. Like there's something going on beyond golf. Like McVay has completely changed their scheme. Like he has to take a certain amount of ownership. Like it's just completely stopped. But why? The running backs at the. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm very curious. But they just completely stopped using the running backs in the passing game, which was like how they got most of their chunk yardage. They would, you know, dump it off to Gurley. He, you know, bite through 15 to 20 yards, and then using that momentum, it frees up their kind of three weapons of receiver. I don't know why they've changed it. I'm sure he's got a very good reason for it, but. And what, like, what's like, happened to Cup as well? I mean, Cup the last couple of weeks has been getting next to nothing. Well, I mean, this was definitely game script. You're playing the Bears, you should be running the ball. Um, so oh, yeah, that, that but... doesn't that doesn't surprise me. It's there it was the week before that I think really can freaked out everyone where he had zero catches. Um, but would you say the bringing back of yeah. Cup is what's caused the lack of dump offs to the running backs? Gone. You got Cup, Woods, and Cooks now. Well, I mean... It's just been like you just got. I think. Like, with three receivers you can go to, you don't need to throw the running backs. It's... But Cup, Cup, since week six, right, has had one game that he scored over 5.3 points. All the others, he scored 1.75, nothing, and 5.3. And his so good game against the He's Bengals, had one so... good game against the Bengals, and that's been it. Um, and before that, yeah, he was scoring, you know, pretty good. Like, you know, getting regularly 12, 17s, 22s. But up after week five, they just it just all stopped. Yeah, you wonder how much Cooks has affected that. Like maybe maybe that just complete loss of the deep threat has has uh, completely halted their offense. Yeah. Uh, um. We'll uh, see. They got what? But yeah. I, yeah. Besides that, yeah. Sorry, Um. Yeah, I mean they got Ravens this week, so we'll see what happens. It'll be a tough one, but. Um. Anyway, all right, we'll move on to the last one. Um, Chargers, Chiefs. Um, flat out, Philip Rivers, just retire, dude. Like, <laughs> seriously, you're so you're so slow in the pocket, it's insane. You like you try you see him try to like run forward to throw it, like scrambling out, and he basically gets hit or stripped every single time because he's so slow. Yeah. And he does this because he does that little slide arm thing fling throwing action, it's really easy to hit the ball too. Um, this isn't just me having a rank zone, two charges players. Like, this, it's just really painful to watch. Um, best thing to come out of it, though, would you say Eckler and Gordon is the best one-two punch running back combo in the league? I mean, yeah, statistically, the way they're going. Yeah, maybe, because uh, who are the other candidates? Like, maybe, I mean, maybe Colin and Breeder, when Breeder's actually fit. I don't yeah. know. I, I'd say they, they, they must be the only other ones, really. Um, like, you don't have the Kamara Ingram 1-2, obviously, anymore. No. no. I can't really think of... can't really think of anyone else. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. probably agree with that. Um, probably, I think the main point would be um, Chase concern. Rivers had four intercepts, yet they still had a chance to go to OT. Like, <laughs> I just don't see... I mean, unless the, something changes, the Chiefs just look yeah, the Chiefs, very concerning. The Chiefs are fading. Um... I don't think that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender this year. Um, they're still a, like, you know, they still have Mahomes, they still have Kelsey, they still have, you know, some really good players, but I just don't yeah. think that they're... 
they're almost a shadow of what they were last year. Really missing Hunt, I guess. But yeah, well, the run game's not very hasn't been very successful, has it? But there's been a lot of injuries. So. No. Any anything else on this game, Sax? We should be about to wind this up. No, I agree. I agree with you, mate. Like, they, they legitimately are missing Hunt. Like yeah. Obviously, you have to go, but they do need a they do need a running back to take over that backfield. Yeah, I got oh, all excited like, thinking it was going to be Damian Williams and then he gone and hurt himself. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out, shout out but to like the Damian Williams, he's not, he's not very good. No. Like, he's not. He's, he's, he's not that workhorse role. Like, no. he's good for fantasy purposes when he's getting the majority of the snaps, but when you watch him play, he's not, he never blows your mind, really, does he? No. No. Um, that might do us for the, um, the yeah, wind-up. That's for the... pretty much all the, yeah, the games for the week. Um, going back to right, our I'm, usual super this, long recording. This is where I might depart, you guys. Yeah, been at it for a solid hour, so you must be cooked. <laughs> um, thanks yeah, for joining no. us. We've got 20 seconds before this thing cuts out, so um, thanks for joining us. Anyone else who wants to be on, we'd love to have you on, but cheers, sucks. No, I think uh, on behalf of the league, you know, good job, guys. It's thoroughly enjoyable stuff, so uh, I'm sure you get plenty more, plenty more guests on and uh, behave yourselves. Thanks, mate. Cheers, bro. Alright, so that was all the uh, games of the week. Gone a bit longer, but when you get an extra person in, it's bound to do that. Uh, it just means you get to listen to us for longer. You know, we'll try and. We're looking to hit that uh, seven hour work shift Saxon's desperately crying out for. Uh, but we'll move on to. Um, Basically, well, like we, we don't even have a name for the segment. It's just going to be a whole bunch of nonsense and stats from David. Um, all right. All right. We'll have a discussion point on those. What do you got for me? So, um, just a bit of a, a league rant at the moment. Um, I just want to put this season into perspective um, for, you know, the two ends of the table. There's me and Dan. Um, did you know that I have not played a team, besides from this week, this was the first week that this has happened, I had not played a team that had scored less than 100 points against me. Um, conversely, Dan, up until this week, had played against teams scoring less than 100 points 7 out of 10 times. Yeah, I think we've also had a, a <laughs> bit of a rant about Dan, uh, Dan sort of dropping production yet constantly winning. Um, it's just very frustrating glad to, to see. see him actually lose for a change while having a bad score instead of winning with 80 points. I'm not saying this would necessarily change my, you know, no. making playoffs or whatever. It would have given me definitely a few more wins. Um, I added up, I'd almost be sitting on a 500 record. Um, but it's still, yeah, just very frustrating to see. Um, I'll put that on you for not picking up the players that have performed well against you. You should have just drafted better. All right, Seamus. Um, all right, now, did you see earlier this week that Colin Kaepernick uh, ended up getting a bit of a public work workout for all the clubs to see and all that, uh, that yeah. going on? Um, now, whether or not this means that he's going to look to come back or he just wanted to put on a bit of a show, who knows? Uh, do you think that any team would want him back? Because I, I still think that if he's as good as when he left, he's still better than probably at least a good third of the starting quarterbacks in the league. So surely he's at least worth some sort of spot. Do you think he'll be, you know, brought I mean, back by a league? By, by any of the league? I 
I will be surprised if he comes back. I think it's more just like to get in like public image, put on a show. I don't think, you know, considering everything that he's sort of gone through and all that, well, to been... suddenly just put in this huge public show for people. I mean, you can just be like, well, do a workout for you, doesn't have to, and then, you know, push the media aside. But he made it very clear that he, you know, he wanted as much, it's, it's, it's obviously wanted noise around this. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's been a whole argument. Um, which I don't necessarily agree with because I think he's shown otherwise. But uh, when he first left the league and started doing all these endorsement deals and things like that, the, the reason why he made it such a big thing and to take it like, okay, fair enough, the process we're taking me, that's not what I'm arguing with and don't have a problem with that. But the fact that he kind of blew it up and made it his own kind of, um, I guess, personal vendetta, there's been a whole, not like I said, this is not necessarily my opinion, but there's been a whole noise um, from fans basically saying that he did this just to get endorsement deals um, you know with Nike and all that sort of stuff um, and that this once again is just a bit of a hype train um, coming up I mean I think he's proven himself that that's not necessarily the case or it might have been a mixture of both because he's definitely like he's t- given a lot back to the, com- the community coming out from all of this um, especially the black community and things like that um, through charities and whatnot. So I, I, I don't think that this is necessarily um, just a public image thing. I think he might actually want the to come back to the NFL or at least, you know, see if he's still got it. Because, um, I mean, you know, when you're out of the game, you would miss it. He's not playing. He's a bit boring, you know. Well, I mean, it's also... The guy hasn't so has played since 2016. Yeah. So he's been out for a significant number of years. Mm-hmm. Um... And he's 32, so he's not young. Like it most, it's, it's about his, mid mid range for quarterbacks. He's mid range. A lot of his game was based on that, uh, um, sort of using his legs as well, which is probably not going to be a thing anymore. Yeah. And he hasn't played for that long, so it's. I don't really see much, really value, in him mm-hmm. more than probably a backup. They might sign him as a backup. But I don't see anyone's gonna be like, we want you to be our starting quarterback going forward. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I, I just found it and thought it was interesting. Um, interesting talking point there. Um, now, just a few things. Yeah. Richie, according to Fantasy Pros, uh, Chubb is ranked RB7 for the rest of the season. Do you think that's a fair spot to have him? I mean, considering since since Hunt's come back and he's been losing passing down work anyway. Yeah, I mean to have him definitely. There's no he definitely lost the pass, which is. Um, do you think that's too high, or do you think that that's that's all right to have him at seven there? Uh, look, it's. I mean, it's a tough one because he he's his carries hasn't taken a hit. Mm-hmm. He's had five games in a row of twenty or more. Yeah, um, he's only had three games of under twenty actually, so he is pure volume. But I mean, the ones that are um, behind him are like you know RB eight Leonard Fournette, RB nine Chris Carson, RB ten Hunt, uh, Derek Henry, and then RB eleven is Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I mean that's a little bit surprising. Um, What's more surprising to me is RB twelve is uh, Melvin Gordon. 
but it's Melbourne Gordon. Yeah, I would have had him much higher than that. Um, <coughs> I'd put him RB2. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's obviously just a neutral per- opinion. Personally, for me, I would put move them all pretty much above Nick Chubb and keep Nick Chubb as RB13. But I think they're all essentially the same sort of production. Um, I think Chris Carson's probably a standout above the rest of those that group, but... Well, the, I mean, the main... Di- like, a lot of those guys don't get any passing work as well. Yeah. Fournette's is limited. Henry, really any... Um, ja- Josh Jacobs gets none. Like, a lot of those guys... Carson doesn't get much either. Like, a lot of them don't get passing work, and that's this the big one. difference in what makes, like, a top three running back to everyone else. And this, this is why I think Melvin Gordon should be much higher than where he is at the moment. He still sees a few, a few passes here and there. I know Eckler's the, yeah. main, the main passing down well, right I mean, there, but... Last season, he was getting a lot of that passing work and he was getting those receiving touchdowns yeah. because he was everything but because of the holdout and the way Eckler's come in as a passing back while Gordon was out they still want to keep Eckler for that reason which hurts his passing thing mm. you know which I'm not a big fan of I mean, obviously I mean the one, the the last one I want to point out is James Conner still at RB21 uh, it's just because he's hurt yeah. so much like the, the guy can't stay healthy um you got no quarterback as well, which makes life hard. Um, just the general offense of that team is just awful. Yeah. So, Connor's value is going to be slipping constantly. Like, not ideal for me, but I mean, he's he'd be my third best running back anyway. So, I've, I've I'll be I feel like I'll be okay. Now, before we get into. Um any of the quizzes or anything that you've got I had a question of my own that I wanted you to try and guess oh yeah there are currently four running backs over 30 in the NFL can you name all four well obviously there's the goat Frank Gore Mm -hmm. Um, who else is over 30 oh man you're going to be doing my head in now um, oh, I can't oh, my brain has just turned to absolute mush um, I'm, surely you should be able to get one other oh fuck sorry my bad Adrian Peterson obviously yep. he's like 34 mm-hmm. um, how old's Rex Burkhead it's not Rex Burkhead damn it um, do you want me to tell you the other two Giving one last Mark Ingram. He is thirty. Yes. <laughs> You're still missing one other, and you'll kick yourself if I tell you the answer. Uh, um. He used to play for Buffalo. Ah, oh, Sean. Yep. Ah, oh, my boy from That's last year. Oh my goodness. Oh, I did not like pressure. <laughs> See, it's hard when you have to answer questions in a short amount of time. I do. I don't. We're, we're scrapping all future trivia segments, unless I'm asking the questions. Then it's okay. At, le- at least that gives the others to guess as well, whilst you're and yell at the uh, at their phones while they're listening to the podcast, waiting for you to respond. Oh, that's okay. There'll be some jazz in yeah. the background. Love it. Yeah. And um, and the occasional. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's me thinking. <laughs> definitely not jerking off. Maybe. God. Um. All right, what's, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so um, we'll probably be leaving out um, some of the 
some things this week. And I haven't got anything prepared for trivia, but just because we've got a few other things. But someone, and I think it might have been Sam or Matt or Dan or anyone in the league, was curious about how the sleeper reviews play up in terms of basically like the best manager and what their points are for the week and how all that pans out. Oh, mate, I, I'm... So I've gone through every week since week one, which means I have to scroll through all the chat, and that takes a while because there is some ridiculous amounts of chat. Um, we talk way too much. Um, but, yep, yeah, so... So these are the stats I've come up with. So I've done the best manager, worst manager, highest score, and lowest score. Do I have best manager? Um, well, stay tuned and find out, David. No, all right. So... Start with best manager. So the person who's won the best manager the most from week one to week 11 is David. Woo! Three. Yep. <laughs> Seamus has two. Jez has two. Saxon has two. Dan has one. And I have one. Which means Sam and Matt have not won best manager. Um, there's still time. Um, in order to get... The coveted trophy. In order to get the best manager, you basically have to average about 101 points. Right. Um, the lowest best manager score was 75.56 for Jeremy, and the highest was Dan with 125.28. But that's got nothing to do with the actual why they give the award out. It, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that they call it best manager and your points are that bad is they really need to fix this system. What? Yeah. It's No, no one likes it. No one pays attention. I to love it. it. I just want to... Just, just... Put that out there. No. I think it's a fantastic... Uh... We've said a lot of good things about Sleeper, but some things need fixing. <laughs> this is definitely one I of I love them. their broken stats. It's great. Um, the worst... Now, the worst manager award is... Uh, so, Matt's won it three times. He won it from week eight to week ten, three weeks in a row. I've won it three times. I won it the three weeks before Matt's three weeks. Um, <laughs> so, from week five to week seven. Sam's won it twice. Saxon and Jez have won it once. And Dan has won it once, which means... You and Seamus have not won. You guys this is a fantastic, so you, fantastic. So you guys are the best managers, <laughs> the most. The worst managers at zero, and the probably the Bottom two team. worst teams in the league. Hey, which means basically from Sleeper's perspective is you're putting out the best team you can each week. Yep. You've never put out the worst team you could have, and you're still the worst. So yep. that, that's an even bigger slap in the face for your fantasy ability. Well, you, you've you've seen on the um the standings the the fact that you've got a couple of things of points for points against, and if you go into the de- the detailed list, it also says max points for, so the p- possible like maximum you could have had. Have you seen that? Um. Oh yeah, they got a little side. I didn't look into that. Yeah. So, ju- just so everyone is aware. Uh, I could have potentially scored an extra 112 points on the season than what I have overall. Um, um, me and me and Matt would uh, take you up one considering we've put out the worst team three uh, times. Matt could have had 200 extra points. You could have had 100, uh, 200 extra points. Um, yeah, pretty much everyone else is sitting at about 200. Yep. So they, I mean, so the table is actually quite flattering for you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so the so the worst worst manager score uh-huh. was a seventy seven point two two, which was me. Yep. Um, and the best worst manager score was one hundred and forty nine point four four to Sam. <laughs> so somehow Sam has put out his worst team for one hundred and fifty points, which is amazing. 
Now this is the, this is the, probably the strangest one out of it. In order to uh, get the worst manager, on average, you need 104.5 points. So you need 104.5 points to, as an average for worst manager. Do well, you the best manager is 101. <laughs> so, you really have been doing some deep dive into these stats. Yeah, look, look, when, you, when you get bored, um, or just love the league, that's right. I do this for the team. Um, so the highest totals we've had um, on average is 136 points, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Um, the most high score is probably doesn't surprise anyone. Saxon has three. Yep. Um, I've got two. Sam has two. Seamus, Matt, and Jess have one. And no surprise, David zero. So you've never had the highest total. Um, the lowest oh, of the highest. I, I wasn't far off one or two weeks, by the way. Uh, it doesn't matter, you still haven't won it. Oh, yeah. uh, the lowest, highest score is 117.94 to Matt, which was last week. And the highest is Saxon's 163.94. So that's a decent range. Um, in terms of the lowest, um, so the average for the lowest is 81. Mm-hmm. The person who's won that the most is Matt. He won it three times. Uh, two in the first three weeks, which probably doesn't surprise any of us. Sorry, just saw someone make a nice run for Houston. Um, yep, uh, Seamus has won it twice. You've won it twice. Jez has won it once. Dan and me have won it once. Saxon has never had the lowest score. My only win was with 102.94 points, which is the highest lowest score, and the only one over 100. So I'm a little salty about that one. Um, the lowest, is no surprise, is you with 66.3. So basically, if you win the Worst Manager Award, you've probably won your matchup. Am I the only one that's had to do, do an apology this season? Um, yes. Okay. That is a that is guaranteed a yes. Uh, excuse me, that was my first apology. Ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Like, in life, I've never had to apologise up until this point. Oh, there's been reasons where you should have, but you just haven't. Um, and shame if, uh, David, that's to date, by the way. First apology to date. There will be more from you. Uh-huh. We all know that's going to be more. So there's some little sleeper stats for you. Um, as we all know, the uh, reviews are pretty garbage. I'd say Yahoo's were much better. Oops, I've accidentally swapped the... What have I done here? Anyway, um, so that's that. Well, that was interesting. Um, any any comments on that, David? Or You're no, not, su- not surprised by any of that? No, no, I'm, I'm definitely the best manager. Um, we all knew this. Um... Just terrible at picking, uh, at, at forming a team. Um, but managing it, perfect. Yep, I'd rather pick a great team and manage it terribly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to move on to another. Just before we do, I have a quick, uh, quick suggestion, which I don't think is necessarily going to be great, but it's just an interesting thought. Um, how would you feel if the winner got to change? Or has the had the potential to change one rule about the league each year? Oh, that's that could lead to a lot of controversy. Um, I mean, we're all invested. We're all not going to be stupid about it. But like, say for instance, you know, Seamus really wanted IDPs for one year. We could bring in IDPs, and then oh. the next year, the next person comes in could be like, I don't want IDPs. Get rid of it. That's just gonna that's gonna create problems. I can see that creating so many problems. Just just one change. No, oh, no. I think it would be. I, I don't think I'm I'm not. You got to change. I'm not saying no one I'm for else it. Wants, but but I think um, you know maybe you know like say auction draft or um, yeah 
something like that. I just think it would be an interesting, uh, an interesting way of, you know, the win- winning it meaning something and changing it. Um, I'm going to go out and say I do not like that idea at all. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, so we're going we're gonna to move on to uh, our... Uh, we're we're going to try and make this a weekly thing because I quite get like it. Tight ends. Um, I'm fine with tight ends. It's kickers. Oh, kickers, sorry. Kickers. I mean, that, yeah, no, I don't want to risk IDP for that. <laughs> um, although if I win this year, my rule could be there can never be IDP ever again. Mm. No, it's just for a year. <laughs> mm. um, all right. No, so this one we're gonna. I want to make a weekly thing because this is quite fun. So, in week one, we we had some. We've had some unpopular opinions. Week one, I said um, Cardinals should trade David Johnson next year and focus on Drake and uh, Chase Edmonds. Last week, David came out and said Matt Tr- uh, Trubisky's had a better season than Jared Goff. Um, what? Well, no, sorry, he's a better quarterback. Better quarterback. He did not word it in a way that. Uh, Currently, a better quarterback. Than, yeah. Yeah. Worded worded it in a way that caused a lot of backlash. Um, this this week's why stand by it and I'm, I'm it's I've done some research on this one and this is a hard one for me to sort of back out from is on his current trend Kirk Cousins should win MVP now you better believe I've done some stats so oh I know you have I just I've, I've got some, so just I've, not even getting I've narrowed it down, so I've narrowed it down to I think probably what we can agree on is a top three which is going to be Lamar Jackson Russell Wilson and McCaffrey I'm going to rule McCaffrey out of the conversation because they never pick quarter, uh, running backs it's always quarterbacks so I did just, you not listen to what I t- said last week Matt, I would love for him 1972 they picked a kicker ah <laughs> uh, yes and the times have not changed it was 82 I can't remember but still <laughs> I mean that I just that blows my mind still but so Obviously, I can't do McCaffrey to compare the stats um, as a quarterback, but and also he's a running back, but I'm not going to give it to him. So these are the stats I've broken down for these three, right? So this is from week one. This is the season stats. So Russ has got a 23 and two touchdown intercept ratio, which is the best in the league, sitting at 68 and 0.5 completion rate, which is not too bad. Lamar's at 19 and five, mm-hmm. so his passing game's definitely not up there. But obviously, if they take and consider his he's rushing, the lead rusher. that could that could mean something. Um, he's at 66. percent um, Cousins is at 21 and three, um, 70. percent Right. So he's got the best completion rate. I think he's got the second best touchdown intercept ratio. Um, and that's you know since the season start. Now I'm going to ignore the first three games. Because mm-hmm. I don't think, even though he got called out, I don't think it's Cousins' fault. Because if you look at the way those games have panned out, it's hard to see why you would um, go through. Oh my god, deep touchdown. Oh, it was Deshaun to Hopkins. Oh, yay. Anyway, so I've, I've done this. So the first three games, two of them were blowout wins against Atlanta and Oakland. Mm-hmm. So pure game script. Um, they ran the ball a lot. Davin Cook had over 100 rushing yards in the first three games. Yep. So you lean on that. Um, the second one against Green Bay, they lost by about eight points, I think. Cousins, I will say, did play very poorly at two intercepts, only one touchdown. But Cook had 154 rushing yards at 7.7 per carry. Right. You'd lean on that run more, even if you're losing. You take advantage of that. Those first three, he's had 5.3 yards per carry in the first game. Uh-huh. 7.7, then 6.9. Now... 
He's only had two games since that beats that 5.3, the lowest one. So his production has dropped. He had a crazy start. You lean on that run. Now, I'm going from week four onwards because that's when things picked up, including that Bears game, by the way, which was bad, where he got called out afterwards. Since week four onwards, Russ has had a 16-2 touchdown intercept ratio at a 67% completion and gone 6-1. and one. Uh, Lamar has gone 12-5, and five, mm-hmm. um, a 6-1 win and 68% completion. Kirk Cousins has gone 18 and 1. He's sitting at 73.5 completion rate, and they've gone 6 and 2 to include that Bears loss. So since week four, he has been better than all the other leading quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a tough one to go past. He currently he's gone 177 passes without an intercept, which is the current longest streak. His intercept was from a drop catch from Diggs, by the way. So that could be longer. Yeah, um, he had two in week two, so it could have been since week two, since his last intercept, and since week five, Thielen's only played two games, so he's lost his best receiver since week five. He's fo- he's had Diggs, bunch of nobodies, and Kyle Rudolph to throw to, and Dalvin Cook in the backfield. He's had no games where he's thrown five touchdowns, which means his consistency is better. Russ had one against Tampa. I refuse to count that. Lamar Jackson had a week one against Miami. I also refuse to count that. <laughs> so you're just doing a lot of uh, picking your stats. Well, I mean, they're, they're rubbish teams. I'm fairly certain the Vikings haven't played either of those teams. I just am so thankful that the people who do this don't rely on just stats who decide on the MVP because there is no way Kirk Cousins is going to win MVP. But he's been—he's been, he's been Lamar bad, or Russ. He has been better than all the other guys. Since maybe since, on paper, since, since their offense has changed uh-huh. and he started to throw it, he, he's better statistically in every aspect over Russell. Yeah. The only difference I, is he doesn't run the ball because that's not his game. Look, I'm, you can stick with your opinion. I don't agree with you on this one. Um, that's what I say. If, <laughs> if he continues on the way he does because of the way the run he's he'll gone, be missing out the first four games. But that wasn't his fault. I mean, it, you, the quarterback's not going to be like, right, I'm not going to throw the ball. It's going to be coming from the coaching staff. I he, think it's a mixture. He of threw it 10 times against Atlanta for eight, com- eight completions and a touchdown, 90 yards. I mean, that's actually pretty good. Is it? Statistically. Yeah, it's about 12, 12. What's his passer rating? Um, it's actually, I didn't write this one down, but I did look it up. Him and Russ are about 113. Okay. I think Russ is about 0.5 high. What's Lamar's? Um, Lamar's has dropped a little bit. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Throughout the season. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, like, statistically, Kirk Cousins is on track to be MVP. If he continues on his way way through, I think he, he deserves it. Um, the guy has been... He's been on a tear, so... And... I mean, what else you say? The first team since 2015 to come back 20 nil down and, and win. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, can we the, can we just so, can we just skip over that, please? Um, it's depressing. Like you know, what else? What you know? That's I I don't see any way around this. If he continues the way he has been since he's been given the the go, 
he continues on that trend, he, he will be right up there for a shout for MVP. Right. That is a that is a proper unpopular opinion. And to just <clears throat> just to give you all a um an idea, Richie's actually written a full page worth of stats. Like it is chocked full of all the stats for Kirk Cousins and his argument here. Um, yeah, I got real excited when I thought of this. Yeah, I can see. Um, I mean, if you're going to come out with an unpopular opinion, you need stats. Yeah. And I have come with stats. So that's that one. Oh, um, God. You guys can let us know what you think. I can't wait for the backlash involving this. It's going to be real exciting. Um, <laughs> that's right. my unpopular opinion for the week. Um, what else we got left? We got... Um, so we Pickums. we got Pickums. We're gonna probably pass on the trivia. Did we want to go any, over any fab or was there anything worth talking about in that? Uh, the only two potential ones were like Bo Scarborough, which I got for a dollar. True. And, um, oh, I guess um, Chicago, but Dan just outpriced everyone for five. And um, Williams. Williams, who is currently playing, he's doing, doing okay. He's doing all right. Yeah. He's on. Um, I thought Wil- Wilkins was meant to be playing. Is he playing? Um, he is not playing. So that's between okay. him and right. Hines. Yeah. Williams 13 carries Hines too. So yeah, yeah. Williams is going to be the bell cow for this, but they did say that he was when um, Wilkins comes back, it's going to be a uh, a bit of a running back by committee. And he was not started by Matt, so that it really means nothing. Yeah. Um, I mean, if there was probably a week to start it, probably would have been this week when he would have been given the lead, but you don't know what's going to go through. All right. Um, well, we just want to wrap up with our pickums sure from last uh, so we so the first time we did this I ended up winning the pickums and you've won the whole, you won last week's was that right I won last week's yep we're by I think it was 11 to 10 if we include our um... did we want to make something out of this for each week so I so I suggested that the loser of the pickums buys buys the lunch outing the next the next lunch outing I won yeah sure um, we can go for lunch after this obviously going forward from here <laughs> Because you owe me a lunch, so no, no, no. We, we just buy today. each other. We just buy each other's lunch. We start today. Uh, no, we'll start <laughs> next week. But put it on record. Are you up for that? Sure. Make it interesting. All right. Cool. So we'll do that. Let's go through. We're already on this page. Um, we're currently watching this game. There's 48 seconds left in the half. Texans are up 10-7. It's pretty much that flat as is. Um, the Colts, I think, have the ball, so they've got to drive. They might get a field goal or something, but I'm going to back still the Texans to win. They're at home. Uh, the Colts are a little bit banged up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going Houston as well. All right. So yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Um, Tampa at Atlanta. I'm going Atlanta just from the ridiculous defense they've had and there's no way Winston isn't throwing at least three picks. I'm going to go Tampa. Gross. But okay. Just because. Um, I mean, they've done they won, they've won. done pretty good without Freeman and Hill, so, uh, Freeman yeah. and Hooper so far, so... Um, I know Hooper's out again. I think, is Freeman back? I'm not sure. No idea. Um, no, he's not. Well, he might be, actually. I think he's, he's doubtful. He didn't practice, so probably not. No, he's meant to be out for two weeks, so it looks like he'll, he'll still be the um, leader. All right, so we've got Denver at Buffalo. I'm going to be going for Buffalo. That is going to be the most yeah. boring game to watch. Yeah, I'm going to go for Buffalo too. But two I'm not defenses, gonna... no offense. Definitely yeah. going Buffalo still. At, at 10-6 or something. Um, yeah, <laughs> like there's going to be more field goals and touchdowns for sure. Um, Giants at Chicago. That's going to be a gross game. Is um, Shepard out still? I think, like, Shepard's out for the season. Mm-hmm. 
It's probable. Oh. Another full practice. Oh, you got a full practice. So, I mean, that's definitely going to give uh, some upside to Daniel Jones for the rest of the season because he's been just relying on Golden Tate and I'm, some tight ends. So I'm going to back New York there. Um, I'm still going to go for... Oh, man, it depends on what... I'm going Chicago. Yeah. But I'm not sure what's happening with Barkley, so I don't trust it. I'm going Chicago. Don't um, forget your locks as well. Oh, yeah, we've got to do, we've still got to do a lock. None of, these, none of these are locks. Um, Pittsburgh at Cincy. Um, Cincy. Oh, sorry, Pittsburgh. Here's the thing. There's no Juju. Probably no Connor. And, uh, like... This is going to be like two of the worst teams for offense or just general NFL ability. This could be worse than Denver Buffalo. Could be worse than Giants. There's a lot of crap games. There is this week. Um, I'm still going to go for Pittsburgh just for the fact that Bengals haven't actually won. It's very difficult to back a team that hasn't won. So I'll go Pittsburgh as well. Uh, Browns, Miami. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Miami. I'm going Browns. They're, they're, Miami are so bad defensively. There's no way they're going to be able to contain Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, OBJ, and Landry. They're going to be running circles around them. So definitely go. I think there's a bit of fire in the belly. I, um, I, I, I hope Miami get a get a win. I'm gonna yeah. You know what? That, Browns are renowned for Browns, screwing it up. That's gonna be that's my lock. Browns. Ooh. Browns at home to Miami. Who'd you lock last week? Um, I don't know. It was a, it was an absolute given though. It wasn't against Miami, was it? Um, I don't think it was. You're not allowed to do it twice in a row. Did you do Buffalo against Miami? I think you did. Did I? I don't remember. Is that what you said? We can't lock? Two in a row, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't remember. Neither of us remember, so therefore Browns. Um, Pick another lock just in case. Alright. Yeah, that's what you said. Alright. I'll do that afterwards. Um, Carolina at New Orleans. Um, I'm going New Orleans. Yeah, I'm going New Orleans as well. They've got a solid defense. Kyle Allen is garbage now. Yep. Um, Oakland Jets? Oakland Jets. I'm going Oakland. I'm going Oakland as well. Hopefully that'll be a shootout. That could be good to watch. Um, Seattle at Philly. Going Seattle. I'm going Seattle as well. Um, Detroit at Washington. I'm going to go... I'm going Detroit. I know you don't like Detroit, but I'm going to Detroit. Uh... Yeah, I'm going Detroit. <laughs> um, Jags at Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going Tennessee as well. Um, Dallas at Pats. Pats. Yeah, I'm going Pats. Um, Green Bay at San Fran. Oh, man, how good are these later games? Yeah. They just get better and better. Um, Green Bay at San Fran. Oh. Oh, I'm going San Fran. I'm going to see a dud game from Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm going to go San Fran as well. And Ravens at Rams. Go on, Ravens. Ravens. Um, I'm going to lock in Oakland against New York Jets. And my lock will be Buffalo at home to Denver. If um, I can't do the other one, Browns against cool. Miami, you would have to research that because yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's not hard to look up. All, um, right. all right, sweet. So that's our pickums. Um, the loser buys the winner lunch each week. So stay tuned for that. Next week has our rivalry, our rivalry game um, coming up. Yes, we have the uh, the most one-sided game in sport bowl next week. Um, 
I look forward to renaming that because that's a mouthful and it's, uh-huh. I need something much more like juvenile you or like, do realise if I win I am buying a little trophy and I will get the name written on of what I choose and that will be our trophy fantastic I will be doing this alright alright that's gonna well <laughs> stay tuned for that um, I'm sure you'll all be sitting on the edge of your seats to watch that absolute rubbish matchup <laughs> Um, Dave gets 70 points and I get about 120. That's usually the tradition. Just quickly before we head out, should we do some league pickems? Just, just quick look over it. So Matt, me. Oh yeah, the fantasies. Um, Matt, and myself. Uh, this is the joy of doing it on Friday. The game's already up. Um, Matt versus you. Is your team locked in? Generally, you need a defense. Except for my defense. Okay, the defense will pretty much make it even. Uh, Mixon's got a tough matchup. Shark, I think, will do okay. Randoms. And, I said quickly, Richie. Um, yep, that's this is definitely not quickly, is it? I'm going, Matt. I'm um, I'm gonna go me. Okay, okay. Alright, we'll do Dan and Saxon. Saxon. I'm gonna go. Saxon's in full panic mode. Normally, I'm going. I'm going. Dan. Saxon's got cook on by. Um, Sam, Seamus. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm um, changing mine. I'm going Dan. I think you just always, it's just, you just always bet against Seamus, pretty much, even though he somehow beat me last week. I told you, he's on the IR. Yeah, definitely <laughs> going Sam. And me versus Jez, I, I'm, I'm always going to back me. No matter who I'm playing, no matter the matchup, I just back uh, myself. Only because you're up 17 to 1. <laughs> I'm always, go- I'm always going to pick myself. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, I... I'm not going to be like one of those guys that be like, you know what, I'm going to put 10 bucks on the opposing team to win, therefore, if they win, I get I get a payout, and if they lose, then my team wins, so it's a double winner. That's all right, I'm going for you as well. I don't want to be Even that guy. Even though Watson just got an interception. All right, um, that might do us for the week, guys. Um, yeah. Um, thanks again to Saxon for coming in and contributing. You're always welcome. Anyone else who wants to do that, please feel free to write in and... We will, yeah, sort something yeah. out. We'll get back to you in uh, two to three business days. Um, just leave it with our people and they'll get back to you. Um, yeah, other than that, cheers to that, guys. Uh, any feedback segments, any ideas you want us to do, pass it on. We'll make the most of it. No, it was a long one today, but it was worth it having the guest speaker in. So. Yeah, um, they will get. They will probably be about this length if someone comes in. So maybe just uh, sort of... That's good. Brace yourselves for that, but it just means you get to hear us longer, and that's a win for everyone. Um, <laughs> Alright, lads. Appreciate that. Uh, enjoy. Good luck for the week. Peace. Lots of love. Love you.